You're listening to one of the sermons preached from Shalom Baptist Chapel, recorded at one of our worship services. I was wondering if you are aware of one of the greatest enemies to a joyful life. You know what I mean? It's that one thing that can make that can really make your life more miserable than it is. Do you know what that is? Let me show you. Here it is. Forgetfulness. That's right. Forgetfulness. You can easily see that in people who are struggling with amnesia. Their lives can be quite frustrating, right? Just as they begin to make memories with their loved ones, everything can fade away the next moment. Let me ask you, have you ever had a moment where you entered into a room and the next thing you realized is that you forgot why you came into that room? <laughs> it's like, I wanted to do something. I wanted to take something. I want, I, I just know I had something to do, but it, it just went blank, you see? And it's quite funny, you know, hearing uh, someone share that or uh, when we see someone, you know, uh, experiencing that, right? But it's not that funny when you are the one uh, going through that, right? Now, last week, I had a terrible time because I couldn't remember where I put one of my credit cards. I searched high and low, but I just couldn't find it because I can't remember where I put it. Then guess what happened? I started to imagine things, things like, you know, what if I dropped it outside, you know, when, when I went to buy the groceries, you know, and, and what if someone picks it up and use it? So I was so scared, I went to my computer, I logged into my bank account and I checked if there was any transactions made and thank God there wasn't. But I, it was still missing as I, as I can't remember where I put it. And you know how I felt, right? Frustrated angry, fearful, and of course, no peace of mind at all. And then something happened. Something struck me. And that is this. What I was going through is also a picture of people who has this thing called spiritual amnesia. Yeah, that's right. Spiritual amnesia. Oh, wait. Uh, did I tell you that I found my credit card in the end? Oh, I didn't, right? <laughs> so I did, yes. I found my credit card in the end, thank God. <laughs> so yes, spiritual amnesia. Spiritual amnesia, the reason why we take sin lightly, why we complain, grumble in life, why we hesitate to forgive others, uh, why we get depressed so easily, lose hope and joy in life, all these can be the consequences of suffering from spiritual amnesia. For example, the reason why we take sin lightly is perhaps because we forget the wickedness of our sin and what it cost Jesus to redeem us back. The reason why we complain and grumble in life is perhaps because we forget the blessings we already have received in Christ Jesus. The reason why we hesitate to forgive others is perhaps because we forget how undeserving we were to receive Christ's forgiveness in the first place. The reason why we get depressed so easily, lose hope and become joyless in life is perhaps because we forget who we are and whose we are. It's perhaps because we forget who Jesus Christ is and what he has done for us. And you see, such forgetfulness in the spiritual reality of our lives have the potential of creating a, a vacuum in us that will ultimately leave us feeling empty, purposeless, and joyless in our lives. 
Just as physical amnesia uh, robs us of our joy in life, spiritual amnesia does no less than that to our lives. In fact, it could be worse as it has serious spiritual implications that affect every other aspect of our life. Now, there are numerous examples of that in the scriptures, right? But let me just show you one of them as a reminder for us to be cautious and avoid uh, from the consequence of spiritual amnesia. And this is what God says of his people, which I believe is a sad thing for God to say of his people. This is what God said, but my people, but my people have forgotten me. They burn offerings to worthless idols. They have left their right way that the ancestors followed and they stumble on the path they have chosen instead of staying on the good path, I, good road I showed them. They prefer to walk on bumpy roads. My people, God said, my people have forgotten me. God's people forgetting God. What an irony. Uh, shocking, but it's true. And that is spiritual amnesia. The word forgotten here uh, means lose sight of or uh, cease to care uh, about someone or something. So my, my mind started to imagine and, and, and started to, you know, for example, I, I was thinking, what if God said like, Shalom has forgotten me, you know, Shalom has forgotten me. What if God were to say of us that we as a church have forgotten God, who God is and, and what He calls us to be and to do. That as a church, we have stopped caring about the vision and mission of Christ for the church. And instead, like the Israelites, we too have chosen our own paths, just caring about what we want or what can benefit us. And that church is, but whatever, uh, whenever, and if ever kind of category, you know? It's like whenever we have time, we commit. Or whenever we feel like we commit, we attend, we serve. Do you think, do you think that God would say something of that sort about us as a church? What do you think? Quite a reflective question, isn't it? But I believe that is what we need to do. And not just as a corporate body, but as, as, as individuals, as individuals as well. So I was, I was also imagining what if God says this to me, Ayan has forgotten me. Ayan has forgotten me. I mean, that would be quite a scary thing for me as well as for you, right? To hear God say that about me. Why don't you try yourself? Here you go. Put your name in the blank. And just imagine... God saying that to you, right? And imagine, really, what if God really said that of us today? I'm wondering if we would sharply disagree with God or admit our struggle with spiritual amnesia in relation to God and how we live our lives. Spiritual amnesia can take place when you are in good times as well as in bad times. For example, when you are in bad times, you can become so overwhelmed by the crisis that it overshadows the presence of God, right? Your crisis can, can, can so overwhelm you to the point of overshadowing the reality and the presence of God in your life. But of course, bad times can also bring people closer to God, right? Especially if they fully 
trust God with their lives and their situations. Unfortunately, when things get settled and life becomes smoother, we tend to go back to square one, don't we? The place of complacency, the place where we begin to live our lives according to our own values and rules and systems, likes and dislikes. We tend to forget what we learned during the time of crisis about God, like who He is and His faithfulness and His grace toward us. We tend to forget what we learned even about ourselves and even uh, perhaps the commitments and, and the resolves that we made. Well, about two weeks ago, I had a meeting with uh, some of the pastors and uh, leaders. And many were sharing uh, the church life uh, during the circuit breaker period. You know, for example, how the church attendance online improved, how people started to attend small groups, prayer meetings and fellowship meetings on a regular basis. Members were basically becoming more dependent. Members uh, were becoming more dependent on one another. Members were basically becoming more encouraging to one another as they, uh, as they come together online uh, on a regular basis. But then, uh, but then uh, once the CB was lifted up and we entered into phase one and phase two, when things began to go back to normal, attendance began to drop again. But I said, actually, it's expected. It's, it's understandable and expected somehow because after being inactive uh, for what? Two to three months and you get back to work, uh, it's expected that there will be a lot of work. You know, there'll be a lot of things to catch up with, right? So the workload will increase definitely. And that means our people, that means you, uh, will be tired physically, mentally, emotionally, socially, and so on. And it is precisely because of that. <laughs> that, that life will get busier and busier, that life will, you know, the, the cares of life, the cares of our work, our families, and the problems may increase. And it is precisely because of that, we need to be very careful. If not, listen, if not, our physical, mental, emotional tiredness can overwhelm us to the point of overshadowing the reality and presence of God in our lives. And that is the danger that we want to avoid by all means. Because when that happens and you do nothing about it, when you do nothing about your struggle with spiritual amnesia, then you might experience like what the Israelites experienced. Well, maybe not to their extent, but, but definitely to a certain extent of what they went through as a consequence of doing nothing about their spiritual amnesia in spite of God's gentle reminder. Do you know what happened to the Israelites? Let me show you. God said, right, my people have forgotten me. They burnt, you know, offerings to worthless idols and they prefer to walk on bumpy paths. So, that is the consequence. So, that is the consequence. Their land became an empty desert. A place, of a place for people from now on to make fun of. All who pass by there will be shocked by what has happened. They will shake their heads at what they see. An empty desert. <laughs> wow. 
empty desert. Do you know what empty desert means? It means no life. You become devoid of life. Let me put it in another way. When you forget, you forsake. When you forget, when you forget God, His past blessings, His faithfulness toward you, what He has revealed to you, when you forget all that, you forsake the life that God promised to you and to me. A life that is marked by love, joy, peace, meaning, purpose, and hope, irrespective of life's circumstances. When you forget God and His past faithfulness, that's the life you are forsaking. So tell yourself uh, and remind yourselves as often as possible that forgetting is forsaking. That's right. Forgetting is forsaking. And some of us may not realize this, but that's exactly what is happening in your life when you forget. So now the question is, how? How can we overcome spiritual amnesia? How can we make sure that we don't forget so that we don't forsake, right? Well, the, the answer is quite obvious, right? Remember, <laughs> if you don't want to forget, make sure you remember, right? Do you know the word remember occurred, occurred at least uh, 350 times in the scriptures, in the Bible? It's as if like God knows that we needed that almost every single day, every year. God repeatedly say God repeatedly said this right to his people remember 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 what 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 I have done for you remember how you how I I brought you out of the slavery remember you were once in darkness right remember uh, that's what God said to his people constantly repetitively you find that in the scriptures but that's exactly you know it's the problem isn't it I mean, how do we make sure we remember so that we don't forget, so that we don't forsake, so that we don't end up like the Israelites, an empty desert, a life that is devoid of life itself? Well, I have a good news for you. We need not lose heart at the fact that we are by nature forgetful people. Why? Because there is someone else more reliable than ourselves who can help us to remember. Let me show you from the scriptures. Here it is. This is Jesus speaking. Jesus said, But the helper will teach you everything and cause you to remember. As to remember. Now take note. It says, The Holy Spirit causes us. Now, why is that important? Well, because this simply means that we have a part to play in remembering. In other words, the Holy Spirit will cause us to remember through the life events or activities that we take on in our lives. And there are many of them, right? But let me just mention three of them for our consideration today, all right? And as we participate in these areas or activities, the Holy Spirit can cause us to remember who God is and His blessings and His faithfulness towards us. So here's the first one. The local church. The local church is the best place where the Holy Spirit can cause us to remember God. I believe, I don't need to explain uh, why that is the case, right? 
And this is why it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are or who you are not. What you know or what you don't know about God, about Bible, about Christianity, the life and activities of the local church is there to also serve as Holy Spirit's tool to cause us to remember so that we avoid spiritual amnesia. Someone said this and I really believe it is true. Disconnect. Disconnect yourself from the local church and you will find yourself slowly disconnecting from Christ. I don't know about you, but I have seen people slowly but surely disconnecting themselves from Christ as they knowingly or unknowingly, for whatever reason, disconnected themselves from the local church. So, don't miss your small group meetings. Don't miss your Bible study sessions. Don't miss our Sunday services. I know we all have preferences on how the church should function, preferences on how the service should be, the small group should be, the prayer meeting should be, the fellowship should be. I know that. I know we all have preferences. But hey, don't miss the point of all the meetings and the fellowships and the activities in the life of our local church. Because they are there for us, not just for the sake of your listening, of your learning, or for your fellowshipping and for your service. They are there not just to fulfill, not just for us to fulfill the vision and the mission that God gives us as a local church. Rather, they are also there for the sake of our heart. A heart that is, let's be honest, so prone to spiritual amnesia. And the life of a local church is there to protect us from this grave illness as well. That is why if you call yourself a Christ follower, and you mean it, then you and I cannot treat the life of our local church with an as and when kind of attitude or priority, you know? As and when I like, as and when I get the time attitude towards the life of our church. The life of a local church with all its imperfections is also there for the Holy Spirit to cause us to remember. So the question is, will you? Will you and I be committed to show up in the life and activities of our local church and be there for the Holy Spirit to do His work in us? The Holy Spirit is always there to do His special work in us. So every time we miss our gatherings, it's almost like we are missing a golden opportunity with the Holy Spirit. That's right. Local church. That's the first one. Second is this. Appointment with God. The Holy Spirit can also use our appointments with God to cause us to remember and avoid spiritual amnesia. I plan to ask a few people working in the marketplace on, uh, on what they do to keep, you know, what they do, you know, uh, in order to keep themselves from spiritual amnesia. And as I was about to ask, just then, on Wednesday, Sister Etong posted a, a, an article from the Salt and Light Singapore on our church Facebook. And when I read the article, I was like, this is it. This is what I was looking for. 
And this article is about um, this man um, by the name of uh, Mr. Ko, Mr. Koi Peng Sum. I don't know whether I pronounced it correctly. He is the CEO uh, of uh, Pen Pacific, uh, Pacific Hotels Group. It's uh, it's 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 an article about his uh, his his testimony of how uh, Pan Pacific Hotels Group grew extensively despite COVID. Uh, while every business leader is facing fear of uncertainties, uh, we are told that Mr. Koi found peace and comfort in God. And Salt and Light Singapore tells us why. Let me show you. He starts, Mr. Koi starts his day with 6 a.m. walks, which he spends giving thanks, praising God, and listening as God reminds him of past experiences of his faithfulness. The Holy Spirit used Mr. Koi's uh, 6 a.m. walks, which is his appointment with God, to remind him of God's past faithfulness that gave him the confidence uh, for the present crisis. So here's the question. Do you have, do you have your own appointments with God on a daily basis? And the appointment with God can be in different shapes and forms, right? It can be your Bible study, your Bible reading time, or your prayer time, or your silent time before God. But wait, I must say that your Bible reading time, your, your reading the scriptures is a must. Uh, let me tell you why. Because renewing your mind each day isn't done without exposing yourself to the truth of God found in the Bible. It can be mundane sometimes, right? But <laughs> it is super duper vital for your life and mine. You see, because neglecting Bible intake may gradually whittle down your resolve to follow Christ. You know why? Because you will forget, I will forget, we tend to forget how much we need Him. So, saturate your mind with the Scriptures. And then, you can do like Mr. Koei. Take a walk or go for jogging or converse with the Holy Spirit. The point is this. Setting aside time with God daily. Because that's the place where the Holy Spirit can cause us to remember so that it can keep us from spiritual amnesia. And here's what Mr. Covey encourages and challenges us to do. Anyone up for his challenge? Here it is. He encourages us. He challenges us by telling us, enjoy your walks with God in the morning. Talk to Him and let Him reveal His hand of favor. If people like Mr. Covey, who are who so busy, if people like him can make time to have a daily appointment with God, then my brothers and sisters in Christ, my friends, I believe we can as well. So the first one is local church. The second is your daily appointment with God. And finally, the third is what I call the spiritual pluck. If you read the Old Testament, you will hear about at least three instances of memorial stones. You see, Jacob, uh, Joseph, and Samuel 
put uh, they put up heaps of stones as memorial to God's faithfulness and goodness, right? And generation after generation, people remembered what God has done through these memorial stones. These memorial stones served like spiritual plaque for the people to remember. There is also a story uh, told about um, uh, about a Persian king. He was originally from a very poor and humble uh, background, but he was elevated to the royal throne and uh, he was made king one day. And the day he became the king, he ordered his servants to go to his old house where he grew up, where he lived, and where he belonged to. He ordered his servants to collect whatever remains uh, they could find. And so the servants did. And the items they brought back to the royal uh, palace were, you know, those some, some broken toys that he played uh, gr growing up and uh, some old torn shirts a crude uh, wooden bowl that he used to eat, you know, uh, that he ate from, you know. And so when these things were brought, he arranged all these items properly in a special room of the palace. And each day, he spends about an hour in that room looking at these items. And up in front of him, up on the wall, there was a plaque hanging. And on that plaque, there were these three simple yet so powerful words. Lest I forget. Lest I forget. Lest I forget where I came from. And that made him a good and considerate king for the people. My friends, likewise, we need a spiritual plaque, lest we forget, lest we forget who we are, lest we forget who God is, lest we forget His faithfulness in our lives. A spiritual plaque can be anything, and it can be something tangible or, or something that you can see or you can touch. Let me give you one example. Look at this, this is my phone screen, and uh, you know, uh, uh, over here, I put an inscription and it says, Yet not I, but through Christ in me. Yet not I, but through Christ in me. You know, every time I see uh, my phone, which is what, almost most of the time uh, during the day, I see this and I remember God. I see this and I remember, I, I recall that, yeah, it is not me, it is, it, is the, it is the person that is in me, that enables me, not my strength, but the person that is inside me, the Holy Spirit, Christ, the Spirit of Christ in me. And such spiritual plugs are good to have, lest we forget, lest we forsake who God is, lest we forget and forsake the God who saved us. Let me close. Let me close now by giving you the takeaway question for today. And here it is. What will I do to remember? What will I do to remember who God is and His faithfulness? What can I do to remember? What 
will I do to remember? Or what will I do to, what will I continue to do in order to remember who God is and His faithfulness? So, ask this question to yourself and answer it and then act on it so that the Holy Spirit can cause you to remember the God who saved you and His faithfulness through the things, through the platforms that you choose. If and when we do that, then like Mr. Koi, you and I will find comfort, peace, and joy even in the midst of uncertainties and crisis. So, make it a point. Make it an assignment for yourself this week to take some time to ask this question, answer this question, and act on the answer that you find so that you and I will stay away from spiritual amnesia, so that you and I will not forget, so that you and I will not forsake the life, the peaceful, the joyful life that God promised us with, irrespective of any circumstances or crisis we may face in life. May that be so. May that be so for you and for me. Amen. God bless you.